What's up everyone? Welcome back to Icy Angels. I'm the host, Becca, and it's just me again because I know it's been like almost a month since I've recorded anything, but you know what? Shit's been going down, a lot's been happening. Haven't really been able to be with people and do things, and when I was, we've been partying, so we're really anxious after partying, so just haven't got any of the podcast on my list done. But I know I have shit I want to talk about just from my own life and um, yeah, I was pretty inspired. I've been listening to a lot of things about anxiety and do you know what? I was like, this is a huge story that I can speak on and I can talk about. Yeah. So I just want to, I don't even know how to tell the story of my anxiety in my life. Um, it's definitely something I was born with and it's definitely something that runs in my family even if people don't acknowledge it like there's definitely polar opposites in my family who have no clue about mental like illness or health or anything like that they just are like those quote-unquote average normal people who don't suffer from anything so it's kind of hard for them to empathize and then there's the other ones who <laughs> suffer really bad with like anxiety stuff like that but just don't acknowledge it so I think I'm on a good level now where I have definitely acknowledged it like learned about it done everything that I can just to manage it and yeah I think it's been a massive journey to even get there I think I want to go through like first of all I even say like what anxiety feels like for me um I feel like I get it every single day at some stage obviously it gets a lot worse and it's a lot more like chill but um like I mean I can, it can go from feeling nervous where I mean I'll always feel like pam like sweaty hands I'll feel like hotter like a wa- like a wash of like heat um I will feel physically sick like to the point where I have the worst stomach cramps I will feel awful that I think I'm gonna vomit I'm gonna diarrhea everything no I'm sorry, but I'm just being honest. That is what happens. I can go to the toilet and pee like 400 times. Um, that's like my main thing. Then if it goes into like panic, I can get heart palpitations. I can get a heavy heaviness in my chest where I can't breathe. And I have to literally focus on breathing and try and calm. Like that is the worst. It's nearly even, I can get pe- like pains in my chest where I don't even know I nearly have to go and lie down and think right this is anxiety here this is actually hurting me I need to breathe I need to relax and then yes I've had a few panic attacks where it it, it escalates into I, I'm getting blurry vision I can't speak I feel out of body so I feel like I'm looking down on myself I, I don't feel in touch with myself I feel like all messed up um yeah, can't breathe, panic attack is like a mixture of all of those, but it just, it feels like a heart attack. It literally feels like you're going to die, which is the fucking worst. And I don't think people like realize that. It's hard to even explain that to someone. Like imagine you're taking a heart attack, but you're not actually going to take a heart attack. You're just going through the motions of it. Yeah, that's what you have to deal with. And then the aftermath of that is like you do feel really down it takes a while to recover and like you just feel shit like it's as if you've had you've got a hangover then you're you feel really 
like the weight of the world is on your shoulders, really heavy, really uncomfortable, paranoid. That is a massive thing that I get. And I that's why I find it really difficult to be in front of crowds, to be the center of attention. As much as you're like, oh yeah, like you like to put yourself out there and you take pictures of yourself and you do this and you do that. Yes, but I'm in control of that. And that's my like own comfort bubble. Like I know what I'm doing, I'm in control. I do this, but like there's very, it would be very difficult for me to do this. Like imagine doing a podcast and there's even one or two or three people just watching. Oh my God, I would shit. Like, I don't know. My anxiety would be like a 10. I wouldn't be able to speak as freely, as comfortably. I would be focusing on, oh my God, they think I'm stupid. They don't understand. They're looking at me. Do I look fat? Do I look ugly? Um, I don't know. Like all these paranoid thoughts will start racing in my head. Like I can't do this. Like, why am I doing this? So yeah, it's not just a simple thing of like, I feel nervous, it's like way more than that. So yeah, there's many things that will trigger your anxiety. Definitely one that I notice, like alcohol definitely makes me feel anxious the next day. I still drink, but now I mainly only drink with people I'm really close with. I wouldn't go and like drink with people I don't know or anything like that, just because even if I'm, I'm not normally anxious when I'm, I'm drinking, but like if I've sobered up or the next day and stuff like that, I just don't feel a hundred. I sort of feel like I get this really bad anxiety that I'm like, you're wasting your life. These intrusive thoughts are, sorry, excuse me, that I am not good enough. I'm a waster, I'm a bum, all this stuff. And like, I might've just went and had a few drinks with my friends and it's totally fine. But yeah, I just don't, I don't think I can let myself like relax and have fun sometimes. I then think I'm yeah not good enough I shouldn't be I'm not allowed I shouldn't be doing this da, 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 da. that could also be a Capricorn thing too like you should always be working you should always be do, being productive but yeah that triggers my anxiety so that's one thing that I know and then it's just like uncomfortable situations pushing myself being in front of people I definitely see meeting new people oh my god I will vomit I find it so hard to meet new people I I just it's just so uncomfortable for me. I'm always, I feel so anxious. It's like that thing in, in, in Friends where Chandler and Monica are talking about like, oh, they're past their honeymoon stage. Monica's like, we're never going to have our first kiss. We're never going to do this again. It was all so good like, and fun and exciting. And Chandler's like, no, I literally was sweating that whole time. I hate it. I've never like felt so un- like more uncomfortable in my entire life. It was horrible. This is like the nice stage that we know each other. That's the way I get like with every like new things. Yes, I just feel very like judged even though I'm the one who's like the anxious one and it's all in my head. Like it's not, you know, it's not the real thing. It's not reality. But yeah, so I think that's pretty much like explaining. I think there's a big thing where it's like defining moments in your life. Like these are all my defining moments where I look back now and I realized it was my anxiety that was triggered and making me like that and you know that's the whole thing so I always thought oh only like recently in the last like five five years or something I've learned no not even the last five years maybe in the last three years I've actually like learned about anxiety and what it means and that's been able to that's enabled me to look back on my whole life and realize yeah this is definitely something I was born with it wasn't 
like it was triggered obviously I got bad through other like aspects and things that happened to me but I definitely always had it um a big thing that I can remember I was in primary school I think I was like I was always able to shy the shy girl I always did my work I was absolutely terrified of being shouted at I would have cried if I got shouted at because it made me I don't know it was just like something I was worried about anxious I was worried about getting in trouble I was worried about you know drawing any attention to myself so I was able to shy but actually I wasn't I was just really I was shy but I was really uncomfortable about putting myself out there and being in like a large group in a class and just the whole aspect of school did make me feel uncomfortable then because I didn't know why I felt so bad all the time so I really was I just stuck to my like close friends and obviously that gave me comfort I could be myself with my best friends and yeah maybe that's why the the class the like in the classroom environment the teachers noticed that I wasn't myself unless I was with my friends so in like p3 so what age was it six maybe like seven or eight um I got this letter home after like the school had finished for the summer and it was like oh I'm being moved to then another class away from all of my close friends because they think I'm too shy and I'm not like coming out of myself and this was actually the worst thing that like the school could have done to me so basically they made me they put me even like in a worse situation where I didn't know anyone um I was uncomfortable all the time I was really anxious I hated it I was really sad because when you're young and stuff like your friends are everything but they don't they're not like overly empathetic they're not going to be like oh you know if you get moved to a different class then you're literally not friends anymore I don't know why that is but it just is like it's no nothing on them but that's it kind of thing like if you're not with them all the time you're not this and that they're just not gonna like go out of their way they're like seven or eight whatever so yeah, I was totally on my own. I used to literally hate school. I used to be so anxious. I stopped sleeping because I was worried about going to school and not, like I just hated everything. I had no friends, I hated it. I felt uncomfortable in class. And yeah, like I can remember this one time I was in sleeping. My mom could not deal with this because like obviously my mom was a stay at home mom. She looked after us all the time. and she didn't really understand what was going on with me anxiety was not a thing it literally was i don't think it was invented it obviously it was a thing but like medically recognized at this time this was like 90 would it be 90s early 2000s so it definitely wasn't a thing like i used to get so upset crying i couldn't breathe in the morning my mom was like so frustrated i used to literally vomit up my breakfast Honestly, because I felt so bad. Anything to stop me from going to school, it got really bad. Like, I remember doing this every single morning. I'm sure that was so taxing on my mum because she was she didn't understand. They kept asking me what was wrong. And, like, even I could hardly understand what was wrong. But now, obviously, looking back, it was, like, major anxiety. Like, major, major shit situation. And I didn't know how to deal with it. So, yeah, that was the worst eventually as like the years go on I made friends with people again and it got better and things like that but yeah that was like that was one of those defining moments in my life that I look back now and I'm like yeah that there was nothing really like wrong with me I was just like super like anxious I hated social situations I wasn't 
good just being thrown in to like the deep end without my comfort and yeah it was just made totally worse by the school system and yeah like whenever I look back on that time I'm like oh fuck that's so that's actually so sad why would they do that to you why would they not build you up and like realize like yeah I need just a bit more encouragement I need to stay where I'm comfortable but like help me instead of just like shutting it all down and making it like worse but yeah like there was never a time that um the school actually helped me or did anything I think I just like slowly adapted over time and got out of that but that is like a major one that I think about and I definitely think it's like a huge thing to recognize like anxiety is something you're born with so it's definitely in young children and like as you go on it's definitely a thing but yeah um it's just funny to think like back then that it just it wasn't even a thing that like teachers or doctors they didn't know about mental health really at all in like young children whereas now I would assume they do and they understand like social anxiety but yeah even like as I got older I well I remember being terrified of exams as well like I would be so sick like so ill doing exams because I was sweating I was freaking out like the panic the fear that I had and then it was pressurized in school as well it was awful so yeah definitely would have needed some tips and advice on dealing with um because people would just say oh you're nervous but I mean like if you're being sick like five times before an exam and you're freaking out and you're panicking you can't eat not like somebody needs to step in there and be like yeah right okay this is how you deal with anxiety this is what you do but nobody ever did but I suppose I never really well I did say I was nervous but like when you say nervous people just don't really like that word doesn't really resonate with a lot of people that's just like oh you've got to be a bit of the jitters you'll be fine and all like this and all but I'm like yeah well I'm not doing well on my exams and stuff because I'm not sleeping I can't eat I'm freaking the fuck out I literally feel like this is me jumping off a cliff like I can't focus like I could never focus on revising um anything because I was so anxious about the whole just the whole routine of it everything and like doing it with other people and the pressure like your classmates all of that obviously now um I know how to deal with my anxiety more so I don't think I would be obviously I'd be nervous and I'd be anxious during exams and doing things like that but it's not the same as when you're like a young child and you don't know what's wrong with you it's like a huge thing one of the hardest things that I um deal with is family not getting it like I was saying about one of my family members literally has never had an anxious like feeling in his life he does not get it and um I just know there's like thoughts in his head like for things that I'm like oh like social situations like after drinking or something like that and I'm feeling really anxious I don't want to go to a social like event or something that I don't need to go to that he does not get it he's just like stop being awkward stop being weird stop like isolating yourself but it's not that it's literally I just don't feel good in myself I feel sick I feel anxious I just need to like sit with this and you know calm myself and make myself feel better if I don't need to put myself in a situation I won't if I'm not feeling good whereas I do think that frustrates people who don't get it because they're like why just come on just get up just go like don't be so odd you're so backward or like 
in social situations where I'm like, oh, I can't meet new people, I really don't want to go, and da he's just like, just go, like, just do it, like, what's the big deal, like, he, like, they know who you are, and they know their personality, and they know they're, lo- like, I'm loud, and I'm funny, and I love to talk, and all, so then it's like, well, why wouldn't you be like that with other people, with new people, or in this situation, or, you know, for example, like, just weird things, like, if people are playing, people I don't know when they're playing maybe like a big group game I fucking hate situations like that or or like icebreakers but like in a social setting with new people I my anxiety is triggered I hate those type of things it's like okay put the pressure on you put put you know if you're going around in a circle when each person says something right you're like okay one more person to me okay I have to say this like trying to freak out okay they said my answer I cannot I get no enjoyment out of shit like that you I would literally rather go and sit in the bathroom than have to do fucking social game any of those games that you have to play with people that you don't know or like acquaintances literally kill me now I, I don't know please let me know if other people are like that like do you hate like if you're at a big party and you don't really know people and they're like, okay, everyone, let's play, you know, this game where everyone has to think of an answer or it's not like we'll go around the circle, you just do this or whatever, like a memory game. I, my palms start sweating. I'm like, no, that's my idea of fucking hell. Like it gives me flashbacks to school when you had to do icebreakers um, or you had to do memory games in front of the class and all. I'm just like, no. No, because I'm anxious. My brain is not working. I cannot fucking remember what three people said, like, down the line there. I cannot remember your name. I'm worrying about everything in this whole situation. I cannot stop. So, yeah, I just find that actually really funny because I never realised that. And then, you know, when people always want to play these games or do these things, I'm literally like, I actually hate you right now. This is so far from what is fun in my life compared to you. Obviously, like, if it's, like, with your best friends or whatever and they want to play a game, I'm like, I'll play it. But why do we have to be doing these things? It's not fun. (laughs) Yeah, but, yeah, I just find that funny because, obviously, maybe if you're, like, an average person, you just find those games really fun. But, like, the people who have got anxiety hate that shit. So, please recognise that. I hate when we have to do that, like, in school and stuff as well. Like, first day fucking feel awful already feel my anxiety is a 10 you get in there you're already sweating and then they're like right okay everyone icebreakers kill me i that that's the type of shit that makes me just i'll try and go to the toilet i will try and leave so i will get out of it like literally but um yeah now obviously i recognize that and i try to like you know when i'm getting really anxious i'll try and do all my shit to like calm down and be like right it's fine it's not a big deal it's not so serious but it's all good and well telling yourself that but it's like your body can't control these emotions like anxiety is something that isn't it's not your personality it's something that you have to deal with you have to control it so that's a big thing it's like when you're dealing with these things you have to realize yeah it's not actually you it's not your core it's not your personality it's not you're not doing these for the fun of it like you're not a backward person you're not super antisocial. I hate that I hate getting labeled as antisocial because I feel anxious in social situations I'm not I love people I love talking I just have to deal with a bit of anxiety I have to like deal with it in my own way um it might take me a little bit longer to like come out of my shell or 
you know, to be myself or I just maybe don't get on with the people, you know, in the situation. They don't get me, so it's hard. It's, it makes even more, like, barriers and walls come up. But, yeah, that's a huge thing. I mean, I have had counselling for, like, my mental health in the past couple of years. Obviously, I don't do it anymore, but it was one of the best things that I've ever done. No joke best thing ever if you can get counseling like you may not be super low or anything but just like learn how to deal with these things i got cbt which is a cognitive behavior therapy and it pretty much just like helps you rationalize your thoughts and your feelings like i didn't realize all the symptoms of anxiety i would just think oh shit that's just what i've been dealing with and i didn't really i just went along with it i just lived in it whereas now i kind of know I know I've I'm like educated myself on like all of this so I know what it is when it's happen happening so that helps me rationalize it because I'm like okay yes I'm feeling this I'm feeling that okay okay I'm feeling anxious so what will I do I'll not think about it I'll think about something else I'll like say to myself like you know it's not that serious I don't need to do this so kind of like talk myself off that edge just to calm myself down so it doesn't like escalate because obviously if you keep escalating and you keep feeling shit and you keep going on and on thinking all this bad sh like stuff it turns into like it probably will turn into like a panic attack and it's nice to know also that yeah you might have up and down moods like if you're in a really down mood kind of like thinking about it like oh why am I feeling like this yeah okay I've just felt anxious I'm feeling anxious about this and that's why I'm feeling like this it's not that this is my personality and I'm like a shit person or any of this like not beating yourself up because you know that shit or that down mood or whatever isn't going to last forever like you might sleep on it and you might wake up and you feel like oh I feel like myself again it was just like a low point I also learned this really good thing if I'm like if I feel majorly like bad like um whenever I go to the doctors even in, sitting in the doctor's waiting room I would get really anxious and if I was feeling really panicky, um, I learned this thing where it was like grounding. So you start to list off like in your environment, five things you hear, five things you see, five things you smell, everything. Because it kind of like just switches your brain and it takes your mind off obviously that anxiety and like all the anxious symptoms. And it brings you out of that and it brings you more into the present. So it's kind of like grounding yourself. Where are you? I'm realizing you know you're not in your body kind of thing you're not like stuck in those like feelings and in your body you're kind of bringing out of yourself and into your like location that you are in so that's one thing try that that's the biggest advice I could ever give somebody is like try and rationalize it by you know understanding and teaching yourself what anxiety actually is so learning all the symptoms all the situations and like realizing all the situations that make you anxious um yeah so you know and you're aware of your own feelings and then grounding so if you start to feel really really bad start to sort of look around yourself right okay so I see you know a woman over there I see a wall I see this I see a chair I see this um I see my shoes you know just start to do little lists in your head and but I swear by the time you went through it you could do like um anything five things you hear i might hear a car i might hear a child i swear by the end of you like doing those lists you do feel a lot more calm you feel like you've focused into something else so it's taking the focus off the shit feelings and it really does 
just bring everything down a few levels and sort of help out the situation. Thing I think that's really like associated with anxiety is like you're a weaker person. You can't deal with things. You know, you're a bit crazy. I hate any of that stigma to do with mental health. I hate, you know, those creeping thoughts that, you know, I'm, you're less attractive to the opposite sex or anything you're less attractive as a friend. You know, you're a burden on people. And fuck that, you know, I, like, it really doesn't make that much difference as a person. Like, as long as you can, like, you're happy in your own life, you can deal with it. It's, that's the main thing. If you can deal with it and you don't spiral, you can go on and do anything. Like, it's no, it's not going to hold you back. It's not going to, like, make you feel like you're burdened down. Yes, it's going to be harder. You feel, like, sick in yourself a lot more. Fuck, am I ever going to be in a grey t-shirt? You will never see me in a grey t-shirt because my anxiety will be triggered that day because I am wearing a grey t-shirt and I'm worrying about sweating, so I'm going to sweat. And you know what? The thought of grey clothes literally makes me anxious. So I remember one time, like, one of my friends said to me, he's like, why do you always wear, like, you never wear grey or you never wear this or, like, light pastel colours or something. And I was like, because I am worried about sweating, so I'm going to sweat and my anxiety is going to make me sweat and blah, blah, blah. Like, shut up. <laughs> yeah, like, there's just, like, little things like that. Make yourself comfortable. Do your own thing. Don't worry about, you know, other people. And I feel like... As much as I have family and people who don't understand it, and yeah, great for them. That's just bad that they're just living their life and they can't empathize with people and they just think people are lazy or, you know, just like, it's the thing of like, just do it, just do it. You know, like, I just feel like I just want to kick them. I'll just like fucking kick you if you just tell me to do it. Let people do things on their own time. Don't like fucking, I don't know internalize all your feelings as well like you'll do it in your own time you'll do things there's no point worrying about what people think of you in that way and if they do think you're like harder harder to deal with I am doing quotation marks because I fucking hate that shit it's it's not for they're not for you you know what I mean they don't get you they're not very empathetic maybe you need somebody who's a bit more empathetic or whatever like I just don't get all that in this day and age as well, like I feel like majority of people have anxiety it's some in some way, like maybe in a really minor way, but they don't really acknowledge it either. They're just living with it and maybe they have like low points and stuff, they don't know how to deal with it. But or they're just they don't want to like deal with the stigma of any sort of mental health or they don't want to talk about it, they don't want to do this, but you know, more part of people who can talk about it. I feel like it's just better being open. It lifts that weight off your shoulders and it lets you be free. Like when you actually acknowledge it, then you're like, right, I can do this and we're all, we're fine. No, no big deal. I've been recording this over a few days just because it keeps it like, it makes it easier for me, less deal. I feel like I stumble over my words. I can't remember anything that I'm talking about if I try and jam it into like one big segment kind of thing so yeah I am um, I have a few other things I want to talk about a main thing that I haven't even touched on is medication for anxiety something that I have experienced obviously I'm not a uh, like doctor or a medical professional so I can't actually obviously give you anything too deep and too serious about this but 
definitely go and if you feel like a bit all over the place and you're not able to just like talk yourself out of it do any of the sort of counseling any of that sort of therapy because you might need something to calm you at the start to be able to even think about doing anything else you might need some a little bit of just something that just eases everything and numbs it down a little bit I know I got I went on antidepressants which just I don't even know like helped me think a bit straighter like give me a bit more motivation that sort of it's hard to even describe because sometimes they're a bit like a placebo effect I don't know if it actually really did anything but then when it look when I look back on my life like the reflection of when I wasn't on antidepressants and I felt depressed I was dying I was like sleeping a lot in my bed da, 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 like feeling shit having like panic attacks whereas when I was on them I felt pretty okay and ready to get up and feeling more myself and just a bit more calmer like everything like as if like the volume had been turned down a little bit so I could get up and live my life a bit more and um, when I was taking major panic attacks as well, I got diazepam, which I'm not going to lie, we're pretty fab, <laughs> which I know they're like a super addictive drug, which is why they're like pretty psycho about giving you, well, in my doctors they were, and um, they just give me a pretty low like dose of them, but pretty much I took them when I was feeling like a crazy panic attack, like I'm going to have a heart attack. And they just literally put me to sleep. It's as if, like, you've smoked weed or something. Well, for me, they just put me to sleep. Literally relax me. My arms, my legs feel floppy. You're not meant to drive on them. You're not meant to do anything, like, strenuous. So it's not as if something that I would have been on diazepam all the time. I only got, like, a few of them just for, like, extreme cases. So if you feel like you're really, really, like, not struggling or you're really, really not coping and you, it's, like, not just, it's not as simple as saying, you know, do therapy, do this and do that. If you're literally stuck in your room, you can't get out or anything like that, definitely go to the doctors and talk about it because there's things out there that literally, it switches, like as I say, essentially it is like a chemical imbalance in your brain. You maybe have something that's like <laughs> turned down that you need turned up and like medication might do that for you. So it's a huge thing to actually look into that and don't, who cares about the stigma or anything and to be quite honest nearly friggin everybody in your town's on antidepressants or on some sort of like anxiety medication so it's not like uh as if you're like majorly different or anything in that way it's probably just the hardest thing is going into the doctors and admitting this but a huge thing that helped me was because I found it really difficult obviously speaking to new people and um speaking about my feelings especially at that time it was just like killing me and what I did was I just took my notes on my phone and wrote down all my symptoms and how I was feeling and when I went into the doctor's I just goes um uh can you just read this and then that was where it went from and they just like helped they just initiated the conversation initiated the help that I needed and all that so that's the best thing I can um advise and the best piece piece of like advice I can give to get that first thing out of the way um, another thing I want to talk about is this whole thing, the snowflake generation. It's something that actually really bugs me because I can't really pinpoint if I agree or disagree with it. Obviously, it's really shitty just to sort of 
put everyone into this category and say for example if you don't know what the snowflake generation is it's basically um a derogatory sort of name that's given to our generation my generation millennials for being like really soft and gentle and not being able to do things and you know just like weak a weak thing like we're really fickle and I think it's given obviously to the gen the generation above us because they're the ones that didn't speak about mental health they didn't deal with it they just sucked it up they suffered in silence I don't really know so I kind of hate hate that this is something that is even started but I also can see on the other side of the coin a lot of people who personally maybe I don't know rip the piss a little bit like there's things in work or things like that where you just feel like you know that people just jump on the bandwagon because they're pure lazy or they're just being out drinking and they're they're this I don't know you can just tell the people who are smart enough to know how to manipulate other people and they're maybe the people that's given you know mental health issues a bad rep but in all honesty you can't really say that about anyone because you know you can put on a brave face and you can do this and you can look great and you can have your makeup on you know go to the gym da, 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 and look fab and be chatty and all but nobody really knows what's going inside so yes there's like that two ways and that's just me playing devil's advocate because I feel like people are going to argue that too obviously I'm on the side of everybody has their own issues and you can't really tell what's going on behind doors behind closed doors I mean you just it's hard to just stereotype people and also you don't want to um encourage people just to be quiet because of this sort of negative um name given to our generation or people who are talking about their mental health or people who use who used anxiety as an excuse and that's me using like our quotations because what can you do it's always going to be a thing when the large amount of people speak out about something or when and then you know people are like well it's definitely not true because all of you can't be feeling this so it's just like something that I find really interesting and I would love to hear some other people's feedback and what you think like there's another thing that um I've been hearing quite a lot is imposter syndrome and that's pretty much the same thing where like people are just putting out a life that they maybe aren't living or I don't know people just don't really know the real them they're faking it until they make it and I don't really know obviously being an imposter and not living the real you isn't the best way to live your life forever but I totally think fake it till you make it helps like I remember whenever I was starting my business, I was super anxious and fragile. Um, and I just had to take a deep breath. And, you know, people who were meeting me for the first time, they did not know what I was going through. And if I was bubbly, if I was like, right, happy and forward and confident, they didn't know what I was really going through. And every day that I did that, the more I felt more comfortable in actually being that way. And I didn't feel as fragile. I didn't feel as anxious. I didn't feel as scared of like meeting new people. So as well, as much as like being an imposter in your whole life, obviously, no, we don't want to do that. But it's kind of setting out those sort of goals.
goals and things that you want to meet and the way you would like to be and eventually when you keep putting that out there it becomes easier and maybe you do morph or grow into that sort of person there'll always be things that i don't talk about and later on i'll be like oh i wish i like said about that or i hope i didn't say that wrong or people don't take me the wrong way but if you have things that you want to talk to me about or you know let me put out public on like my ig or whatever that would be so amazing or tell me some of your stories so we can all relate together i just feel like that's the best thing that's come from this podcast is like after i post things and then people like send me their own stories and it's just like so refreshing to actually hear people talk about these topics so yeah thanks for listening everyone and if you have any other ideas you know i'm always here you can chat to me see you later